Welcome to our podcast today on A Course in Miracles. We're so happy to have you with us. This is uh, chapter 7 in the text, section 4, Healing as the Recognition of Truth. Truth can only be recognized and need only be recognized. Inspiration is of the Holy Spirit and certainty is of God according to His laws. Both, therefore, come from the same source, since inspiration comes from the voice for God and certainty comes from the laws of God. Healing does not come directly from God, who knows his creations as perfectly whole. Yet healing is still of God because it proceeds from his voice and from his laws. It is their result in a state of mind that does not know him. Well, the yeah, so he, healing, healing is uh, our responsibility, you know. It's like we use the voice for God and we use the laws of God to implement our, our healing, but it's up to us to make that decision for healing. I think that's what it's saying. Yeah, the Holy yeah. Spirit must work through you to teach you he is in you. This is an intermediate step toward the knowledge that you are in God because you are part of him. The miracles the Holy Spirit inspires can have no order of difficulty because every part of creation is of one order. This is God's will and yours. The laws of God establish this and the Holy Spirit reminds you of it. When you heal, you are remembering the laws of God and forgetting the laws of the ego. Yeah, that that's a key line. Mm. So, So the healing... Healing is only needed when you're stuck in the ego. Yeah. All right. So the healing is happening in more or less uh, the hell you've made up. And and the one healing is to step out of the ego into the world of your truth or into the world of your perfect health which would be free of the ego, you know. So so that's that's the real healing is you're freeing yourself from the ego's thought system. Right. And and then in in the healing there's no order of difficulty because in the Holy Spirit's uh thought system it's all one. It's all perfection. It's all uh, perfect health, perfect happiness, you know. So, so there's no order of difficulty in that. But now in the ego, there are a lot of orders of difficulty. So that's another reason why you're you're leaving you're leaving the ego's thought system, which is all kinds of different levels and conditions and uh, judgments and uh, orders of difficulty into this other realm of the Holy Spirit where there's no order of difficulty Mm. and there's oneness uh, and there's perfect health and that's your only healing is going from the ego's thought system to the Holy Spirit's thought system and the Holy Spirit helps you do that. I said before that forgetting is merely a way of remembering better. I don't understand that. It well, is, you have to forget the ego in order to remember your true self. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, that's what it means. It is therefore not the opposite of remembering when it is properly perceived. Perceived improperly, it induces a perception of conflict with something else, as all incorrect perception does. Properly perceived, it can be used as a way out of conflict, as all proper perception can. The ego does not want to teach everyone all it has learned because that would defeat its purpose. Therefore, it does not really learn at all. The Holy Spirit teaches you to use what the ego has made to teach the opposite of what the ego has learned. This kind of learning is irrelevant as it is the particular ability that was applied to the learning. All you need to do is make the effort to learn for the Holy Spirit has a unified goal for the effort. It, if different abilities are applied long enough to one goal, the abilities themselves become unified. Yeah, well, that's like saying um, you only need a little willingness. Everything you've learned is meaningless because you learned it from the ego. Okay. But you can use what the ego learned to translate it into heaven or translate it into you know, the judgment of the Holy Spirit. Um, and yeah, and that's, that's going to bring meaning to the meaningless. Mm. All abilities should therefore be given over to the Holy Spirit yeah. who understands how to use them properly. Oh yeah. And then your part in that is a little willingness. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you have to put some effort into making this transformation or this transmutation of all your ego perceptions you have to make an effort to bring bring those illusions to truth but once you've made the effort then the holy spirit kind of takes over and and it, it's kind of like a snowball effect it's like gives gives energy to your your correction your transformation and it's a little bit like the question you were asking me last night. Does, doesn't it say that the Holy Spirit can't uh, get you over your fear? You, that's your responsibility. Well, yes, that's your little effort. That's your little willingness. It has to be initiated by you. But then it also says, turn everything over to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will transmute it. Well, that's the Holy Spirit will come to your aid, but you have to make the first step, is what it's saying. That's your responsibility. That's not the Holy Spirit's responsibility. Your decision for correction has to be there. Without that little willingness, the Holy Spirit gives you free will. So if you want to stay screwed up, then the Holy Spirit can't do anything. All abilities should therefore be given over to the Holy Spirit who understands how to use them properly. He uses them only for healing because he knows you only as whole. By healing, you learn of wholeness, and by learning of wholeness, you learn to remember God. You have forgotten him, but the Holy Spirit understands that your forgetting must be translated into a way of remembering. The ego's goal is as unified as the Holy Spirit, and it is because of this that their goals can never be reconciled in any way to any extent. The ego always seeks to divide and separate. The, separate. the Holy Spirit always seeks to unify and heal. As you heal, you are healed, because the Holy Spirit sees no order of difficulty in healing. Healing is always the way to undo the belief in differences. 
being the only way of perceiving the sonship as one. This perception is therefore in accord with the laws of God, even in a state of mind that is out of accord with his. The strength of right perception is so great that it brings the mind into accord with his because it serves his voice, which is all is in all of you. To think you can oppose the will of God is a real delusion. The ego believes that it can and that it can offer you its own will as a gift. You do not want it. It is not a gift. It's nothing at all. God has given you a gift that you both have and are. When you do not use it, you forget that you have it. By not remembering it, you do not know what you are. Healing, then, is a way of approaching knowledge by thinking in accordance with the laws of God and recognize their universality. Without this recognition, you have made the laws meaningless to you. Yet the laws are not meaningless, since all meaning is contained by them and in them. Wow, it's... Sounds complicated the way it's where it's worded, though. Well, it's just saying that remembering and forgetting are both useful when they're seen as part of one thing. Like what the ego has done is forgotten who you are and made a false self. But what the Holy Spirit does is help you to forget the ego so you can remember who you are Mm. all right so it just depends on uh in what in whose hands are those useful tools remembering and forgetting Mm. if if they're if they're in the hands of the holy spirit you're you're forgetting all that's an illusion you're forgetting all that you made up that's hurting you you're forgetting the problem and remembering the solution. So it's just, it's simple. It's not as complicated as you think it is. Mm. Yeah. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven because that is where the laws of God operate truly and they can operate only truly because they are the laws of truth. But seek this only because you can find nothing else. There is nothing else. God is all in all, in very literal sense, all being is in him who is all being. You are therefore in him since you are, since your being is him. Healing is a way of forgetting the sense of danger that the ego has induced in you by not recognizing its existence in your brother. This strengthens the Holy Spirit in both of you because it is a refusal to acknowledge fear. Mm-hmm. Love needs yeah, yeah. love needs only this invitation. It comes freely to all the sonship being what the sonship is. By your awakening to it, you are merely forgetting what you are not. This enables you to remember yeah. what you are. You are merely forgetting what you are not. Mm-hmm. And that's the same as um, be vigilant only for God and his kingdom. You're forgetting everything that's not the kingdom. Mm. And, you know, I was sharing in one of our last uh, you know uh, mantra breathes that I was using this this statement um, God is still love and this is not his will yeah and you can apply that to any problem any physical problem you're having in your body any emotional problem any 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 problem any problem in your life but you have to be vigilant to do it uh, immediately when you notice the problem. 
like you just say to the pain in your leg God is still love and this pain is not his will or any mistake you made God is still love and this is not his will mm. and that is a forgetting of the ego mm. you're you're actively taking that step which the Holy Spirit said it's your responsibility to take that first step and later on it talks about little willingness you have to have a little willingness but you only need a little because the the little willingness is the catalyst for the Holy Spirit taking the rest of your problem that you don't even understand and transmuting that so so this is uh, this is saying the right thing is that everything in that yeah. section mm -hmm. Okay, so this lesson is 265, creation's gentleness is all I see. I have indeed misunderstood the world because I laid my sins on it and saw them looking back at me, how fierce they seemed, and how deceived was I to think that what I feared was in the world instead of in my mind alone. That's a good line. Today I see the world in the celestial gentleness with which creation shines. There is no fear in it. Let no appearance of my sins obscure the light of heaven shining on the world. What is reflected there is in God's mind. The images I see reflect my thoughts, yet in my mind, yet is my mind at one with God's, and so I can perceive creation's gentleness. In quiet would I look upon the world which but reflects your thoughts and mine as well. Let me remember that they are in the, they are the same and I will see creation's gentleness. Yeah, well, it's it's uh you know, what what filter are you going to use when you perceive the world and you know, there's a later lesson that says um, the body is a wholly neutral thing. Neutral. Mm -hmm. Neutral. So let's just say when it's talking about creation, we're also talking about the physical universe, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So how are you going to look on that physical universe of which your body is part? And that's saying, well, creation's gentleness is all I see. Well, if you take your interpretation off of the world or your your perception is cleansed, you're only using the Holy Spirit's uh, eyes or Christ's vision, uh, you see a forgiven world and you see that everything is neutral, everything's at peace, everything is gentle. Mm. And... And all the things that you projected onto it aren't there anymore. And and yeah, well, okay, you could say, yeah, but isn't isn't a hurricane, isn't a volcano, uh, you know, kind of a violent thing? Uh, how could you call that gentle? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, like, well, there's two things there. It it's just it's it's a natural movement of creation for these things to be happening. Everything is in movement. You know the the um, 
you know, the stars are in a movement, the planets are in a movement, the planets spin uh, and and orbit around the sun. You know, the Earth uh, is a molten mass under the crust of the Earth. You know, there's a molten mass and there's a movement of that crust and there's there's a movement of the wind and the water and all of that that forms a hurricane. And it's neutral. It's our interpretation of it that makes it violent. So, so you can have extreme movement and that's still gentle. Mm, okay. It doesn't mean that it's violent. Mm -hmm. it's, that's our interpretation of it. Okay. You know? That's interesting the way you put it. And so this creation's gentleness is all I see. It's like I accept creation as it is with that movement. Mm. You know, it's like Lord Shiva doing the dance of the cosmos. Yeah. It's like Lord Shiva is still. Lord Shiva is the gentleness. But he's saying, you know, the movement of the universe is massive. And that's going on constantly. Mm. So, so yeah. Okay, that's beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you, honey children. <laughs> God okay. bless you. So, welcome. We're in front of the Divine Mother altar this evening. And we're doing a little mini session here. Anything come to you, Sandra Ray? Uh, I just felt better uh, as we sat here. I started feeling better and better and uh, clearer. And... Uh, got rid of some garbage thoughts and you know I started feeling um, that I wanted to experience I wanted to I want to know my oneness with the Divine Mother I want to be one with the Divine Mother and I want to experience oneness with the Divine Mother so that's what I was meditating on mm -hmm. and that I I was willing to have more faith that I could get the help I need to let go did you feel any oneness while you were sitting there? I started feeling better as longer we sat here. I started feeling more of it. Yeah. I think what was going on with me was um, I wasn't being distracted by little aches and pains. Mm -hmm. And I was feeling kind of neutral, you know, mm -hmm. like empty. Like I wasn't, I was feeling pretty good. Mm -hmm. And therefore I could sink deeper into the meditation and then I was just reviewing some of the lessons. Um, you know, uh, this lesson, I think it's uh, 290. My present happiness is all I see. Mm. And then there's another one, 292. Um, a happy outcome to all things is sure. You know, so this happiness is our inheritance. Mm. You know, God being love is also happiness. And love which created me is what I am. So therefore, if love and happiness are, are the same, then I am happiness. And happiness is all around me. And I just have to claim it. And Did you get any clarity by why we're not getting more enrollments in that training? Oh, where, 
why we're not getting more people signed up for the yeah. happiness and longevity. Mm -hmm. Well, we're not clearly putting it out there enough in an inspiring way that would make people happy <laughs> that mm -hmm. they want to do it. So we have to put some things out that make people happy. Like what? I don't know, little some little videos or even even the emails that go out. We have to write them better and yeah, instead uh, of just sending the um, yeah, we have to write a message yeah that it, makes people happy. I think that's it because just sending that photo of it is not good enough. Right? Yeah, so it's we need to send some messages, some happy messages that transform people and. Help them to see that uh, their present happiness is there, and we have to see it too. We have to see our present happiness, no matter what. So that's that's what I was getting while I was sitting there, mm -hmm. and just how beautiful the lessons are. I mean, I can run through them in my mind, and it's like a meditation, and um, just how delightful. The lessons are especially part two mm. in the workbook they're they're pure poetry and I can just run through them in my mind as a meditation yeah that's great it's um, yeah I got I got kind of uplifted when I hit that one my present happiness is all I see mm. and let me forget my brother's past today the past is over, it can touch me not, and my present happiness is all I see. Those those are three lessons in a row. And then and then it says, Well, this is a day of stillness and of peace, and a happy outcome to all things is sure. And all fear is past and only love is here. And that's that's kind of a if you're really with it and those are true for you mm -hmm. you'd have to be in a state kind of of elation you know nirvana almost because if you only see your present happiness that would be like a heavenly state wouldn't it yeah so it's possible to get into that state of mind and i think these evening meditations uh, that should be the purpose of it. Yeah. That we just go into feeling good. And we go into not feeling the struggles and the pains and the whatever it is, you know, of daily life. We go into this stillness of the peace of God. Yeah, I mean, the longer you sit here, the more positive you get in a way, right? Yeah. The energy is so good. And we're in front of the altar, and the altar has a power. And I think, you know, when I was with Tara Singh, uh, great emphasis was placed on the altar. Mm -hmm. There was an altar at the foundation, and then any major retreat that he had, there was a prayer room with an altar in it where people sat. So this altar uh, is is a powerful thing. And, you know, we had some guests the other night, and they were even asking us, can you help us create an altar in And our no house? one's asked us that before. Yeah, that was the first time anybody ever asked us to help create an altar. Mm -hmm. 
and the one we have here is so beautiful isn't it the and whole so, thing is perfect and so simple and you know there's this uh, story in the divine mother book in india where brahma vishnu and shiva go to this island uh that's that's the divine mother's island mm -hmm. and they they even worship the divine mother and when they get there they they become the supports of the divine mother's throne mm -hmm. right so we have this altar that's kind of like a a table with four posts and the divine mother you know we have uh, kuan yin we have ama and we have mary on the top and then all of the male gurus are kind of down below supporting it, you mm -hmm. know, like Jesus and Babaji and Muniraj and, and the Balinese priest and the Balinese priest and Shastraji. Isn't that perfect? The way so it is? it's kind of like the way it is in that story, mm -hmm. you know, that it's like the male gurus have surrendered to the Divine Mother, and our and, altar expresses that. And you know, when I created this altar, I didn't never even heard that story, and I kind of intuitively did it. Yeah, I intuitively put the men down there and the females up here, and I didn't think about it. It just happened. Yeah, well, it's so natural, and it it kind of recapitulates that story. And then from, we have the big divine mother there. Yeah. So um, maybe we should send out this. Maybe we should take a picture of this. Yeah. And send it out and talk about happiness. Yeah, and maybe even send out this uh, little talk. Yeah. So, well, I feel good. Do you feel complete? Yeah. Alrighty. So, 